This is the Friday Night Letdown. Jonas. Hey, fuck you, man! Who put this thing together? Me! Who do I trust? Me! Dion. You come with me, I'm at the Fonda Hotel. You're welcome. You're all welcome! Enjoy! Lonzy. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Huh? You think you can do this shit? Yank! Welcome to the Friday Night Letdown. Yo, 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 this is the Friday Night Letdown where 5% preparation meets 95% fucking. I am Jonas and I am with who? The one and only Dion. That nigga done switched up the intro. And Lonzy, what's good, man? Salutations, everyone. Salutations. Dion done switched up the intro. We are back. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. Well, let's kick it off with this. Y'all know this past week I, I cut my dreads a whole lot shorter. Yeah, y'all can see me in the Zoom. I ain't got no color. I kind of look younger, but... You look like a dark skin Playboy Cardi. Thank you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I, I guess I'll take that. But, uh... I don't know. <laughs> I'm literally thinking to myself that the guy who's, who's dating Naomi Osaka... You look like that nigga itself. You're Darcy. No, no, that's Corday. That's, uh, yeah, that's Corday. Corday. Lines, you don't. Yeah, know, you, well, you don't know none of your hip hop people. But anyway, the thing is, I want to get on y'all is I, you know, I had my you dreads. Like Corday. Uh, Corday, yeah, yeah. But I had my dreads. You know, there was over my, over my. I, okay, when I started growing dreads, I never wanted long dreads, but I just did it just so I could always feel like I, you know, just I would never have that feeling of I never did it before or the what if. But after I cut my shits. I noticed I got a really big forehead, and y'all niggas have been my friends for a long time. Dion, I've known you since the first grade, nigga. You never tapped me on the shoulder like, Joe, you got a big-ass forehead. Like, that's really fucked up. I don't look at men and look at their forehead. Sorry. Okay. And Lonzy, nigga, we've, we've done full shows together and full of, you know, we ain't do no packed arenas, but nigga, y'all are some assholes for not telling me. I have a really big forehead. I did not know this. I don't look at you like that. Okay. Appreciate you, D. First of all, when it, when it comes to talking about people, uh, you know, people with uh, big foreheads or big heads, I don't want to say big heads in general, but pause. Hey, yo. <laughs> but keep going, bro. Keep going. I have a huge, a big head. That's what she said. I can't. Hey, yo. This juvenile night tonight. This this is it's, it's gonna be the time of show, but seventh grade. What are you saying? Hey yo, this is seventh grade. Hey yo, I love it. Say what you gonna say? No, I was gonna say is that you can't talk about you having a big head because you don't cut your hair down. Because look at my dad; he has the biggest head in history. No, okay. pause. <laughs> Y'all niggas silly, man. Y'all niggas silly. But um, other than the big forehead shit, what y'all want to talk about? Y'all want to talk about? We got sports, y'all. We got sports, boys. Y'all boys want to talk some on. sports. Yeah. It's, a lot going, it's a lot going Let's on. Talk some sports. Anthony Davis is made out of glass. Man, that nigga is Mr. Fucking Glass. That nigga, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, like, you know, last week, D, you know, you talked about LeBron flailing and stuff, but. Whenever I see this nigga hit the ground, I think that's that's his career. Like that shit is like, this is pathetic. And I, you know, I don't like going in on athletes, but 
what is it about Anthony Davis? That man is what is he made of? Do you what you always be saying? People made of what you be, uh, what's the shit you um uh, made of what cotton? Uh, what you be saying? Stuffing? You, know, you used to always say that so and so. Said it. <laughs> yeah, you used to always say so and so full of stuffing. <laughs> you remember saying that all the time growing up? <laughs> no, but the thing about Anthony Davis is that I think you're kind of getting a little bit of a little bit of a hint of a to where it's uh, LeBron is getting frustrated with Anthony Davis. You keep on getting hurt, bro. The minute I pass the torch to you, and then I get hurt, guess what? We're in the seventh seed. Whatever, whatever seed, what uh, what the Lakers were. So it's just like seventh seed, but it's like today. <laughs> you know, at the time of this recording, it, this is Sunday, and we've watched pretty much all the playoff games. The Brooklyn and Boston game is going on at this moment, but earlier, it's just every time this nigga fall, it's just come on, man. It's just like why, like. Why is he so brittle? Why is he Mr. Glass? Why is he Sam Jackson with the fro? Like, this don't make no damn sense. And I ain't, I ain't, I ain't not even going on no I love LeBron and a LeBron fan. It's, he was like this in New Orleans. It's just, why is he so injury prone? Is he like one of them big dudes who clumsy? Because I don't know, man. He, he's just. Well, th- well, this is what I call it. It's a, Greg, it's a Greg Oden syndrome. Same thing. Greg, you know, Anthony Davis, number one overall pick. Greg Oden, number one overall pick. The thing is, is that Greg Oden was supposed to be the next. I'm talking about. He was gonna take the lead by storm and everything, and then oh, and then of course, number two was Kevin Durant. You ain't even gotta go into that whole. No, you don't need for that. Is it? But D, what you think about Anthony Davis, bro? What's your take on Anthony Davis? Go. He's a great talent. Just can't stay healthy. He's not a top five player like some people say. But uh, yeah, man, injury prone. If he's not healthy, the Lakers are not repeating. No, that ain't gonna happen. Like them losing to the Suns today, I thought it was like we finna put these Suns on, you know, out the pasture. But you knew I didn't even know uh, Miami got swept. I just found that out yesterday. I thought like that was fast. Got him out of here. <laughs> that hurt my heart. That was fast. Like that hurt my heart. And you know, I guess that kind of can transition to the next thing we had want to talk about, where the fans, man, like, are the fans really making that big a difference? Is that like what was it? What 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 changed between Milwaukee and the Heat? Uh, Eric Bledsoe is that 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 swings you that wins you more games. This Eric Bledsoe, like what what happened? Or maybe Milwaukee. The, what I saw of I didn't really keep up with the series, but what I did see is Milwaukee three point shooting was just off off the chain. Like they was hitting everything. Like yeah, they they, they had a PJ Tucker, um, a couple more people. They were a better team than last year. They had something to prove, and they proved it. Got Miami up out of here. You still had limited capacity when it came when it came to the crowd. So at the same time, Miami still got their ass whooped. They got put up out that guy, and <laughs> it, it was crazy this last week during uh, doing that Knicks and the Hawks, the weak ass Hawks, weak ass Knicks, but. Just watching, I like I sat there last Sunday and I'm just looking at the TV like something's different. Of course, you know the Hawks they ain't been to the playoffs in what six, seven years since LeBron ran them niggas out, something like that. And the Knicks ain't been since the Carmelo teams and J.R. Smith teams. But I'm just sitting there looking at the TV like something different. I could never put my finger on it. Then I saw them showing Tracy Morgan and Spike Lee. I was like, oh damn, there are fans out here. It, it was just like a, it was like a, it's a revelation right then and they're like, you know, New York is the the garden is packed. It was just, it was just crazy to see that. Like, 
when this happened, like when they made this decision to let this many people in back in these arenas, which, you know, I don't give a rat's ass one way or the other. If if you go, you go, you know, if you die, you die. That's on you. It's like real basketball again. It feels like something, you know, they got chants and noises and stuff. And it's just, it just blew my mind. It was just like, damn, I just, I was just sitting there intrigued. Like, why am I watching this game? Because I don't really give a rat's ass about the Knicks nor the Hawks. But I was just sitting there looking at the game and just like, why am I just into this so much because the knicks are back being relevant again well let's not go that far they had a good year <laughs> thank okay. you like, relevant bro no but the, the knicks are back in the playoffs they're back in the playoffs but barely <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying this at look at uh look at our childhood oh, they were a fourth seed yeah but uh but the thing about that is i guess you could say you you could bring up that whole conspiracy is that if the knicks are you know, basically in the playoffs are relevant in the NBA, then the NBA is making money. So uh, I don't agree with that. The NBA, gonna, they're going to make money anyway, whether New York or Boston or Los Angeles, Los Angeles, both teams there, all the big markets, it don't matter no more. They're going to get their money because it's such a, a global sport now. But Lance, I know what you're saying. It was, you know, when we was coming up, those big market teams, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, those teams were, those were the money makers for the NBA. But like D said, that don't really matter now. It, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But at the same time, there is that interest now from those diehard Knicks fans. Shout out to <laughs> nigga Marcus. A9, oh, yeah. Marcus. They are ecstatic. They are happy. Well, not happy right now, but the NBA is is great when the Knicks are involved in the playoffs or and same thing with the Lakers. When LeBron went to the Lakers. Just making them re- you talking about just making them relevant again. Like I get that. Like if the Knicks are relevant, I guess it gives just that 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 fan base. They're gonna come out and support, and then they're gonna hate as soon as it goes to shit because it's the Knicks. But I, I get I get that point you're making. And the funniest thing to me, I don't know if y'all seen the latest episode of uh, Gilbert Arenas, his podcast, but he had said there's a running joke, you know, like behind the scenes or in the NBA, is that the Knicks don't have a rival. The Knicks' rival are their fans. That shit, I think, don't that kind of make sense? No, it makes, per- no, it makes perfect sense. It does. I don't know. I know the Knicks fans are very diehard. Like, they'll ride with them if they're bad, you know. No, nah, dude, you know, come on now. Knicks fans. Take it from a Cowboys fan. Yeah, Cowboys fans are very loyal. We're going to win the Super Bowl every year. Every year. Every that year. That kind of makes sense. Still, still riding on what? What's the last championship y'all won, Lonzy? 1990 what? 93. Nah, 94. <laughs> get it right. <laughs> Somewhere. 95. Actually, 95. We beat the Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm corrected. 95. 95. I forgot yeah. about that. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so, 95. Yeah, it's just those fan bases. But I think the Knicks fans, they don't really well, like that well. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. But it's still... Like, hold on, man, we juggling. Hold on, we juggling. Let's let's close the Knicks, then we can get in. We can talk about Cowboys. <laughs> this is, but the Knicks, oh, fan, yeah, oh well, we finna have we finna have a good one tonight. The, um, <laughs> the Knicks fans, I I do believe that those are the Knicks rivals because they've been irrelevant for so long. But the Knicks fans are so fickle. They love them. You see how, like I say, we see how A nine is. We in a group text. Knicks, Knicks life, Knicks this, Knicks that, and then boom, he hate them. It's just, it's just that quick. Well, the thing about that is, I guess this is inside with, uh, you know, with us, you know, not with the audience, but the reason why A9, no, A9 does not want to, want to get into that is because he's going to get roasted. True shit. Cause he is, yeah. Cause he, he, he is the only Knicks fan out of, out of all of us. So it's, but th- those fans, man, they, they are something else. Like they won one fucking game and they was out there. Like they just won six championships straight. One fuck and think of that. You the four. I know it's a four or five series, and that's no, normally that's like a wash. But 
you're a four seed and you don't want one fucking game and you that hype. You're supposed to come out of, you got the first two games at home. You're supposed to come out of that series up 2-0. And y'all split 1-1. And these motherfuckers going crazy. Knicks, what's that shit? Knicks tape and all that goofy shit. Damn, D, what's that? When that sound, that bully. Carmelo, bully. Oh, yeah. You had that. <laughs> <laughs> like, man. I forgot about that. J.R. Smith, bully. <laughs> <laughs> What do you want to talk about that? Uh, the Bucks did the same exact thing. You know when uh, you know they they swept the Heat, and at the same time, the one thing that they put on their Twitter page is uh, "bubble who" or whatever, uh, whatever the tweet that they said about the bubble. The only reason that y'all beat us is because of the bubble. And then when they uh, when they won Game Four, they had confetti coming down. Like you know, y'all still got y'all still got LeBron out there in the re- in the West. Y'all still got y'all got Jokic. <laughs> You got Luca. It's like you just win. You just win one first round play uh, playoff series. Hey, the Hawks look all right. They got a lot of shooters. They look real good. Now, if they play Philly the next round, they might have a long, a long series ahead of them. The Hawks are looking like you know because you know they took a lot of they took they they were trying to mimic like the Golden State model or, or something like that. Or they was, John Collins is that guy though. Oh yeah, Trey Young yeah, is Trey, you know Trey Young's that dude. Trey Young is not, you know, Steph Curry. They try to, I guess, they light skin. They shoot a lot of threes, so they try to make him Steph Curry. But it's it's similarities in the game. But the Hawks, you know, like same way when Golden State got ready, you know, make they run when they got when they fired Mark Jackson and going to Steve Kerr. Then the Hawks fired one of their coaches or something this year. They head coach or they did something. McMillan took over and pretty much got him in the playoffs. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it, it don't worry about how it happens. It's just be happy of the destination where you're going. So. I'm I'm not finna get hyped up over Atlanta sports. I I know a little bit. We should all know a little bit better than that because it's Atlanta sports. But they do look good. But it then but it then it's the Knicks. It's the Knicks. So it's the Knicks. So it's slow down. Kind of slow our roll. But they do look good. But it's Atlanta sports and it's the Knicks. So I don't know really where to go with that. Speaking of Atlanta sports, have you seen the rumors that the Falcons are going to trade Julio to the Seattle Seahawks? For what? I don't know, but why are y'all talking to the Seahawks? You you want that problem? Wilson to Julio? You want that? The Falcons do not want to let go of Julio. Julio already said that, you know, basically he does not want to be in Atlanta anymore. He does not want to play. I don't want to say play for Matt Ryan, but actually he's saying he that. He loves Matt I don't Ryan. Matt Ryan, that's... He does. He said he loves Matt Ryan. Yep. Why? Is, why? Is, why does he want to be Matt traded? Ryan? Isn't the problem? They have a sorry defense every single year. They uh, score forty points, and the defense can't hold uh, hold the lead. That's why him, he D. wants to leave. Get him, dog. Dion, I used I used to play offense. <laughs> if if you're a wide receiver, the one thing that you're not going to point out is the fact that your defense is trash. If you're a, if you're an all pro wide receiver, your problem is going to be with the quarterback. He has no issues with uh, Matt Ryan. He said it. He has the highest amount of yards for any receiver in the last whatever years. Calvin really had a career year last year. Matt Ryan's not a problem. The defense every year is trash. You're trash. Garbage. Garbage. I agree with that, but at the same time, Julio does not want to play with Matt Ryan no more. That that that's not that's not it. The the you got you got to see what Lonzy's saying, bro. Like we don't know Julio. Like we don't we don't got that nigga number to call the nigga up. Like Julio, do you really like Matt Ryan? He may just be saying that because that's the right thing to say when you... He wants to change the scenery. Well, okay, I, I can see change the scenery. I can see that. And Lonzo got a point because is <laughs> a quarterback and wide receiver relationship has to be A1. 
And so I can kind of see. What you're and saying. they got the perfect relationship. I no no I. How do you before. know? We don't know these motherfuckers <laughs> because that's my team. That's what you mean? <laughs> oh, so you know these niggas? You go out to eat with these niggas, but you be in Bankhead and Buckhead with these motherfuckers. I, mean, I just bro. look at the stats and the analytics, and I listen to a lot of sports talk radio. But you don't know these niggas, bro. You got to say the right thing when the camera's in your face or uh, a microphone's in your face. You got to say the the PC thing. So, come on, man. Like, we don't know these niggas. Like, I think that's what Lonzy's trying to say is Lonzy played football. You know, quick run rundown. Lonzy was a uh, highly touted uh, running back coming out of high school. He got hurt. Decent running, de- decent running Fuck back. Fuck that, nigga. You was highly touted, nigga. I like the word. I just like to say the word touted. So, you was highly touted. So, you got hurt, and, you know, we didn't make it out the hood the way we thought we was going to bank it off and, you know, take all your money. It didn't work. But, <laughs> so, so you know, Lonzi can give you that, that athlete's insight. And Lonzi played, well, we're not going to say buddy name, but Lonzi played with an ass quarterback when he was in, in high school. And say his name. You could see. Not, I'm no. just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Chill out, chill out. No, hold on, no, hold on, no, hold on. I was just joking. Don't do it. Don't do it. We ain't doing that, man. We ain't doing that, Lonzy. Lonzy, you on that? Oh boy, chill out. We ain't doing that. Chill out. We ain't going back to the. I going back to Yeah, I know. I know. It about about came out. You about said the nigga name. You about said the motherfucking name. We not doing that, bro. Like keep that shit a bean, keep it a buck. Like, but anyway, back to what we were saying. Lonzy is speaking on the the relationship. A receiver or you know an offensive player would have with the quarterback and i think that may be what julio he just like yo uh this ain't working no more but then you probably want to win because atlanta ain't finna win shit but seattle i, I don't think but going to seattle is that really the move to make like seattle defense ain't that great is it only like the only thing i'm seeing between seattle and Atlanta is a quarterback. Like you got a probably a better quarterback because Seattle doesn't have a great defense either. It ain't as bad as Atlanta defense, but Seattle doesn't have a running game. They don't have an offensive line. I'm gonna tell you right now, not to cut you off. Guess who? Uh, who's the new Cowboys defensive coordinator? Who's that? Dan Quinn. Hmm. It's your problem now. <laughs>